let's move on to the Western Conference. And one of the things I noticed when I was doing finishing the East and moving on to the West is I found I took a lot of defensemen in the East. And then when I moved to the West, I took a lot of forwards and goalies. So let's talk about the St. Louis Blues. I don't know if you had a similar um, result as I did here. I had a fairly similar result. I wouldn't say exactly the same, but there's just so many good defensemen on Eastern teams, and in particular the Metropolitan Division. Yeah. Some yeah. of those guys are going to be left exposed, and Ron Francis will happily scoop them up. Now, for the Blues, there's some uh, obvious ones right away. Before I really get into it, I will say one of the players that I did leave exposed is Alex Petrangelo because it doesn't look like he's going to return. And I figured there's no point wasting a protected spot on him unless it sounds like he's coming back. So Petrangelo will be exposed. I didn't take him. But just putting that out there, Mac. That's fair. My feeling is they'll move around some guys and able to sign him because I don't I don't see how they'd let him go. I mean, he's so important to that team. If you lost him, to me, you're losing not only a great player, but a great person in the locker room and your captain. I mean, we've seen how much the Sharks have struggled since they let go of Joe Pavelski, right? It, it, it feels like that. So I did protect him, but that's on the basis that I believe the Blues will find a way to re-sign him. I know they're they're talking to him. There's been active conversations. I really believe he'll be back with the Blues. But let's get into the list. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly, Braden Shen, Jaden Schwartz, Vladimir Tarasenko, Thomas Perron, Samuel Blay, a young forward. This one was tough. There were a few other guys I was interested in. Petrangelo, Pareko, Falk, and then Bennington and Nett for me. Yeah, I'll admit it's a tough one because the Blues, obviously winning the Stanley Cup last year, have a very deep team. And Mm. if the roster stays about the same as it is right now, they're going to lose someone that they'd really rather not lose. And my list is pretty similar to yours. The one difference I did is I protected Robert Thomas. I think that the Blues... Oh, I've got Thomas. I've got Thomas. I think we have the same list except for Petrangelo, Matt. Yeah, I think that's the uh, one difference where we went. And my defensemen were the same, but with the extra spot, I protected uh, Vince Dunn, you know. Yeah, yeah. 23 years old, a young defensive prospect. I think that he'll end up being a very good player eventually. Obviously, defensemen take a little longer to develop usually, so I think that yep. they'll end up protecting him. And then, of course, I protected Jordan Bennington. All right, so let's get into the pick. No shortage of options here. Who did you end up going with? I ended up going with uh, Tyler Bozak, Mac. I think that he's mm. really – I know. Uh, I hear not, the a, not a bad choice, not at all. Just I interesting, know, uh, that's all. I know it's interesting. Uh, I was tempted by a lot of guys. And for me, this was one of those situations where Tyler Bozak, he, he's been through the the mud, let's say. And, you know, I think that he 
is a solid forward, pretty consistent points-wise, and I think he could be a real leader on that Seattle team. As much as I try to go young, and I feel like a broken record, but it's true. You you got to have a, some older players there, and I think that Tyler Bozak could could be that player. Yeah, I went with uh, Ivan Barbashev, the Russian winger, um, proven to be a goal scorer at a lot of levels. Still, still very young, still a long way to go, but I don't think they're going to be able to keep him because they really like Samuel Play, who's kind of more of a two-way player, and obviously you're not letting Robert Thomas go either. But I was between Barbashev, Dunn, and Bozak, and I went with Barbashev because I just felt like it's tough to pass up on a guy with, with a lot of potential and he's so young, his contract's not very expensive. Again, this is the type of player I feel Ron Francis will be after. Yeah, I was tempted by Barbashev too. And you, you've made a good argument for him, and I don't see any reason why he wouldn't take them. But there are players where you're going to have to get some older players in there for those younger guys. And... I think Tyler Bozak would be a good mentor for some of these young players that I've picked. Yeah? Okay, Colorado. Again, this one, aside from a few guys, was real tough because are you going 7-3 or are you going 8-1? I'm really interested to hear which direction you went here. I'll admit another tough one. I... Ended up going seven three because wow. there are there you go because there are because look there are defensemen that you don't want to lose obviously you have to protect Eric Johnson because he's got that no movement clause so there's that right away but there's also defensemen that I don't think Colorado wants to lose and I'll get into them in a moment but obviously you're going to protect McKinnon Rantanen Landis Cogdo. Those three are obvious. And yep. then I protected uh, Junis and Donskoy, and I protected Kadri. I protected uh, I protected Confier, uh, and I protected Tyson Jost. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. And then on defense? I protected Johnson because he had to. Yep. Not that he wouldn't be exposed anyway, in my opinion. I protected uh, Kyle McCall, McCarr. Excuse me. My... Anyways. Kyle <laughs> uh, McCarr. Kyle also... McCarr. Kyle McCarr. I... I don't know why I'm mispronouncing them all tonight, Matt. That's you okay. Know I'm it's used... all right. I'm usually pretty good. Anyways, uh, I also protected uh, Nikita Zadorov. And then in that, I protected uh, Philip Grubauer. Interesting. So I went the other way, and I went with 8-1. So McKinnon, Landeskog, Ranton, and Kadri. And then I just felt you couldn't afford to lose, really, either of Gerard or Zadorov. I think Graves you can stand to lose, and some other players you can stand to lose. But I don't think, basically, if you were to lose one of those defensemen that I named you're losing one of your top four defensemen. And I don't think they can afford that, especially the fact that they're contending 
and trying to win a Stanley Cup. So then I've got Kale McCarr, Gerard, Zadorov, Johnson because of the no move clause, and then Grubauer in net. But believe me, this was tough. I was thinking seven three one at first, but ultimately, again, I, I I think how valuable defensemen are, and I was like, as much as they like a guy like Ryan Graves. It's not the end of the world if you lose him. He's not a spectacular defenseman in either in any way. And Nikita Zadorov is a guy who is a terrifying guy to play against in the playoffs. He hits extremely hard. He's good defensively. He's a big guy. They really like him in Colorado. And again, Gerard, you got him for almost nothing from, um, I believe it was the Duchesne deal from Nashville, and he is. A really good young defenseman. Obviously, McCarr's not going anywhere. So that's my list. Uh, and then when we get on to the pick, I went with Tyson Jost here. Yeah, I think that was a a good move there, Mac. Uh, Tyson Jost, a solid option. And who did you take here? I ended up taking, once again, a bit of a tough one. I ended up taking Andre Burakovsky, I think. Okay, yeah. You know, it's 25 years old, coming up on uh, RFA this offseason, and uh, a good left winger. All right, nicely done. Let's move on to the Dallas Stars. This one for me was yeah. no question, 7-3-1. Um, yeah. There is a little bit of debate about who the seven are. I mean, obviously there's... The obvious ones, Sagan, Ben, Radulov, Heiskanen, Lindell, Klingberg, Bishop. But then it's it could be a little tough. Uh, for forwards, I ended up going with Hints, Pavelski, Guryanov, and Faxa. So that's how I went with Dallas. Yeah, I went I went pretty much the exact same in terms of forwards because you know that those are their top forwards for me where it gets interesting is defense yep and for defense i protected uh, lindell klinberg and heiskanen those are your three best but you've still got some decent guys left exposed and then you have to protect ben bishop yep and who did you pick, Mac? Uh, I went with Jason Dickinson. Um, he's a guy who has a lot of potential. He's he's still kind of figuring it out at the NHL level. But again, he's a young, controllable player. And again, I looked at the other options. I didn't really want Julius Honka. I didn't really want Anton Hudobin, who's going to sign with someone this summer. Alexiak was interesting, but again, the amount of defensemen that are available is insane. So I went with the young forward. Hmm. Now, would you believe this, Mac? Even though it says I've drafted 30 players, I don't have a player from Dallas. So do you want to play GM with me for one pick? <laughs> I don't sure. Know how it, I, I really don't know how it did this, but it did. So my protected list was very similar to yours so what do you think mac we're we're the seattle gm front office we're working together here 
Oscar. I mean, it, it, it's it's for me. It comes down to Dickinson or Alexiak. I, di- what... I didn't really see anyone else that piqued yeah, my exactly. interest. I I really like Alexiak. I think he's had a solid career. He, he's played well. He's played on some contending teams, and I like what he can bring to the table. But at the same time, Jason Dickinson is younger. He's got less of a cap hit. He's a center, and he his RFA is up in 2021. So I think in terms of cap, I'm going to go with Dickinson. I do think have, having a, an extra forward is isn't a bad thing to have. So I think I'm going to go Dickinson here, Matt. All right. Let's move on to Winnipeg, um, another team that certainly stands to lose a lot here. Yeah, well, we've been talking about this for a little while, Mac, because for for ages we've said, well, Winnipeg might lose a lot in an expansion draft or to free agency and things like that. And I got to say, it wasn't easy. The only no movement clause you have is Blake Wheeler. So yeah. there's one you take automatically. Yeah. And before I list it off, Mac, did you do did you do the eight one or did you do the seven three one? I did seven three one here. Okay, I did the same here. Because for me in this situation, you don't you can you don't want to lose some of your better defensemen. I did leave Bufflin exposed. He's still on here, so I'm yeah. just not gonna I'm not counting Bufflin for anything. But in terms of forwards, I protected here, Matt. Of course, you're going to protect line A. You have to yep. protect Wheeler. I protected Kyle Connor. I protected Shifley, Ehlers, Little, and Perot. But lots of debates debating internally along, among this one. And then on defensemen, I protected Neil Pionk. I protected Morrissey. And I protected yeah. Kulikov. And then in that, I protected Hellebuck. How does yours compare? All right. Same, except for a few, four differences here. So I've got Roslovic and Kopp. And then I've got, of course, Line, Connor, (laughs) Wheeler, Shifley, (laughs) Ehlers. And then I protected Niku, the young defenseman, and, of course, Hellebuck. But, I mean, like... You could afford to lose a guy like Cobb or Ross Levick, but really the, the good thing for Winnipeg is you're not losing anyone big here. You don't stand to lose a Connor or a Wheeler or a Shifley. So I think they can live with that. Yeah, you're right. There still are some tough decisions after we made, though. Yeah. So let's get into the pick. This was tough for me because it's really just a lot of young guys. and. I had to think about who I wanted to go with here. So I ended up going with Mikhail Burdin, who is a goaltender in the AHL for the Manitoba Moose, and he's had a fabulous year. Uh, again, I think it's an opportunity to get a young goaltender into your system for practically nothing, whereas your other choices are guys like Mason Appleton, Jansen Harkins, maybe a Tucker Pullman. Not bad choices by any means, but just not super impressed by any of them. So I went with the young goaltender. Yeah, uh, I think you may. That's a good choice, there, Mac. I ended up going with, with uh, Roslovic. 
I, yeah. I needed another forward by the time I got to Winnipeg. And I think he fits the bill nicely. Uh, still a fairly young player. And uh, he's had decent numbers in his young career. And given the right situation, I think that he could really be a solid pickup for Seattle. All right, moving on to the Nashville Predators, a team that we grill a lot, much like the San Jose Sharks here on center ice. I went here with the 8-1, Matt. Hmm. I can totally see why you go with the 8-1. I don't think I actually went with the 8-1 for any of them. I was tempted, but you know I'm the type of guy that likes to... uh, that likes to protect defensemen. I think defensemen are very valuable. And and although I was tempted quite a bit, I didn't do it. Fair Close enough. To Close to doing All right, it, though. So I will, I will run through my 8-1 here. I've got Forsberg, Johansson, Duchesne, Arvidsson. And then again, much like Carolina, I don't think you can stand to lose any of your top four defensemen. Roman Yossi, your captain, of course, Matthias Ekholm, Ryan Ellis, and the youngster Dante Fabro, and of course UC Saros in net. Hmm. I went with uh, Duchesne, Johansson, Turris, Forsberg, Granlund, Arvidsson, and I went with uh, Nick Benino. I just feel right. like even though these aren't the best players. Some of these guys may not be the best players Nashville could protect. I feel like Paul may try to protect some of these players because they have the contract, the big contracts, and I feel like he he may want to prove something, that this is his core, right? This is the core that he's been trying to win with for a while, and I feel like he might do something at all costs to protect it. So you're saying he's going to pull a Doug Wilson? I think he might. <laughs> <laughs> Look, one that's... At some point, we're going to see a player. We're going to see another team pull a Doug Wilson, and I just feel like Nashville might have the makings of of a new San Jose Sharks. Don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely possible. It's a good point and you make there. Because here's the thing: in an ideal world, you and I are always going to protect the best players we can. But realistically, out there, and I I want to give myself one team that could do that. And for me, that team was Nashville. Just knowing Cole and knowing the players he likes, I don't, I don't see it happening. Now, for the defensemen, I protected Ellis. I protected Yossi with the no movement clause, and I yep. protected Ekholm. And okay. then in goal, in that, I did protect UC Saros. All right, let's get into the pick here. Uh, I went with Austin Watson not only because he's young good contract. He's also an extremely physical player. He hits really hard. He's a guy that you would hate to play against, and he can score goals as well. So that's my pick from Nashville for Seattle here. I think that's a solid pick there, Mac. I went with Connor Ingram, Mac. I needed another goaltender. We haven't had, I haven't had a goaltender picked in quite a while, so I had to pick one. And I think Connor Ingram played quite well at the World Juniors, I think that he would be a solid pickup, a, you know, a young goaltending prospect. And you got to have goaltending prospects when you're a new team in the league. And I think that if Connor Ingram's available, I think he got, it's a good pick. 
the other thing is it's also the uh, the contract stipulation just under the rules I had to work with. So I think that not only are you getting a good yeah, that's that's a good pick as well. I was tempted by him as well. Remember they acquired him pretty much for nothing from Tampa Bay, and he's had a fabulous year down in the AHL as Ingram. So let's move on to the Minnesota Wild as we roll along here. Um, I went seven three one. Yeah, I did as well. All right, so Eric Stahl, number one, Kevin Fiala, Ryan Donato, Joel Erickson-Eck, Luke Cunnin, Matt Zuccarello, you have to protect, Zach Parise, you have to protect, Ryan Suter, Matt Dumba, Jared Spurgeon, and Devin Dubnik was my list. Well, on the defensive end, you and I had the exact same Mac, so... I don't need to go over the defense, which is nice. On the f- and same with on the uh, same with on the uh, goaltending end, I did protect Dubnik. But on the forward end, that's where you and I uh, differ just a little, Mac. I did protect all the guys that you had to protect. I protected Stahl. I protected Viala, and I pro- ended up protecting. Th- sorry, the internet went down, so it's just coming back. For those of you wondering, all right. So I protected Donato. And I also protected Jordan Greenway. So, so I differed a little. I went for a couple younger guys. And other than that, pretty similar in terms of Minnesota. They do have a lot of no movement clauses, which does limit the number of players you can protect or expose. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's kind of a pattern we've had throughout this, is the teams that have all the no movement clauses are the teams where you and I don't have a whole lot we can do. Yeah, so let's get into the pick here. I was between Jonas Brodeen and Jordan Greenway, but again, it's it's really hard to turn down a, a premium defender like Brodeen. He's not that young. He's a proven player. His contract's pretty good. Jonas Brodeen was the pick for me. Yeah, uh, I picked Brodeen as well, Mac. All Is right, great. Let's move on to Chicago. Yeah, let's head to Chicago. Now, Chicago, this might actually be uh, something that works well for them because they can leave some of their big contracts exposed. Some yeah, of them. yeah, some of them. <laughs> Not so, all of them. So, of course, you got Kane, Taze, Debrinkat. Um, I went with Strom, Nylander, Shaw, and Saad. And then, of course, Keith, Seabrook, Connor Murphy, and then... Yeah, you know, Corey Crawford, because we're doing this as if this expansion draft is happening soon, but it could be someone else for all we know. I think it'll probably be another goaltender if they sign another goaltender. Remember, I predicted that they may sign Jacob Markstrom, so he would be that last spot if that's the case. So did your list differ at all? Not really. Uh, pretty much the same. Uh, all the guys you had to protect... Uh, I protect the the only area I really differed a little is uh, I ended up protecting Carpenter. Okay. And I w- wasn't sure whether I was going to protect him or not, but I did end up protecting him. Bit of an internal debate there. But other than that, you know, pretty similar. Uh, of course, a lot of no movement clauses and some real top end talent like Taves and Kane are going to do that. All right, let's get into the pick here. Really, there's only 
for me, there were three guys. There's Dylan Sakura, young forward in your organization. There's Calvin DeHaan, who had major injury issues this year. You brought him in to help the defense, and he was basically hurt almost the entire year. And then Drake Kajula, a young forward who has played with guys like McDavid and has shown that he can maybe not consistently play in the top six, but definitely has skill to do it. So I ended up going with Kajula because I wasn't really happy with DeHaan's contract and I didn't really know what I was getting in Sakura. How about you? Yeah, I went with Kajula as well. Similar arguments that, you know, I like Calvin DeHaan, a very nice guy. I've met him in person and uh, does is a solid hockey player, but as you mentioned, you know, injuries are uh, are a problem, and I think that that is what turned me off of Calvin DeHaan in particular. Okay, let's keep it going. Edmonton. Um, one big change for me on Edmonton was I left Larson out there because I feel like Ethan Bear has eclipsed him in terms of importance as a defender on the team and remember Ken Holland doesn't have any loyalty to Adam Larson he didn't bring him in that was Peter Shirelli one of his genius moves uh, <laughs> so I protected Ethan Bear and then basically you've got your no doubters McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, uh, Pugliarvi, Yamamoto and then I've got Cassian, Athanasiu, Clefbaum, Nurse, Ethan Bear, and Miko Koskinen. Yeah, I protected all those exact same guys. I think this is the second time we've had that Mac. There, all there's right. some pretty, you know, there's some pretty easy no doubters on Edmonton. So again, if you're Seattle, you can't really pass on Adam Larson, can you? I don't think you can. I think that uh, a solid player and. Uh, if you can get him for nothing, you really can't complain. Yep, yep. So we we agree on that. Let's move on to Calgary. Um, seven three one here for me. Yeah, I went seven three one, and there's obvious. There's the obvious ones you're going to protect. You're going to protect Gaudreau and Monahan, and you're going to protect Kachuk. Those are the three obvious ones. You have to protect Milan Lucic. <laughs> which I'm sure Calgary um, would really rather not protect him if they had the choice, you know? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> On the plus side, though, and yes, this is me being positive about them having to protect Milan Lucic. The only forward forwards you could potentially lose here are guys like Sam Bennett and Dylan Dubé. Losing guys like that is not detrimental to the Flames. No. So, again, uh, I had Kachuk, Lindholm, Monahan, Backlund, Gaudreau, Lucic, Mangiapane, Giordano, Hannafin, Rasmus Anderson, and David Riddick. Yeah, that's who I had, Mac. The, the All right, only... so what did you have any exceptions there? Uh, the only one I admit I kind of debated was um, Sam Bennett, because... Look, Sam Bennett is an interesting is an interesting guy because you remember when Sam Bennett came into the league, right? You know, everyone yep. 
everyone thought he was going to be something different than he was. And I know he's a popular guy with with the guys out in Calgary. He's a bit of a locker room guy. So I wasn't sure whether to protect him or not. But I figure I don't think Francis is going to take Sam Bennett, even if he has a better year. And Sam Bennett has some okay stats. But I think right. that... Uh, yeah, it's it's between Bennett, Dubé, and Valamaki, as well as Shillington. It's pronounced that way, actually, believe it or not. Um, but I went with Valamaki because, again, it's it's an opportunity to just pick up a young defenseman for nothing, for free. Valamaki is a really good young Finnish defenseman who had some injury issues this year, but really rising quickly through that organization and they can afford to lose him, yeah, but I think three, four years down the road, they're re- this is really going to hurt Calgary. Yeah, I think you made a good pick there, Mac. Uh, I ended up going with a forward because I need more forwards. I had a lot of defensive depth, and I needed a forward by the time I got Because, you know, I went through the whole list like you did, and then I went back and revalued my picks, and I ended up taking a a chance on Matthew Phillips. I think that young player, 22 years old, and doesn't carry much of a cap at only $733,000. And I was getting pretty close to the cap at that point. I didn't want to go too far over. The cap is obviously going to go up. And, you know, in the AHL, he's put up okay numbers. He's got 15 goals and 38 games this season with the Stockton Heat. And... I think there's a lot of room for improvement with him. I think you can you got to take on a few risks at some point. Vegas did, and those some of those moves that Vegas made that were deemed risks at the time really paid off for them. Yeah, absolutely. Let's move on to the Vancouver Canucks. I had seven three one. Yeah, I had seven three one. All right, so and, let's let's fire these off real quick. Pedersen, Besser, Horvat, Miller, Pearson, Toffoli, Bertanen, Edler, Myers, Tanev, Demko. That's exactly who I had, Mac. There you go. All right. That makes it nice and easy. Well, Vancouver, you know. Who are you taking here? This is a tough pick. I'll admit there's, there's three or four guys you could go with. Hmm. There certainly are uh, guys that I was very tempted by. I ended up going with Jake Vertanen. Once again, another young Ford. And I'm a big Jake Vertanen fan. I think that young player still finding his feet a little, but he's shown some real flashes of brilliance. And once again, you know, there's lots of guys on Vancouver where you can take them for nothing, and you really can't go wrong with a lot of the guys that are available on Vancouver. Yeah, I went with Josh Levo. Again, he's he's 25, 26 years old. He's got goal-scoring ability. He's, he can play in your top six, maybe your third line, worst-case scenario. Um, everyone's always looking for goals. He can provide those. I was tempted by a guy like Troy Stetcher or maybe Adam Goddad or maybe Ole Ulevi. But I went with Levo, so let's move on to the Arizona Coyotes. Um, now this list here, for me, um, this was a little bit tough because, first of all, you have to protect Phil Kessel. Yeah. Um, 
Taylor Hall may or may not re-sign, but I pretended he would, so I put him there. Of course, you're protecting Clayton Keller. And then I basically have a lot of young guys here. I've got Connor Garland, Christian Fisher, Christian Dvorak, Lawson Krauss, Jacob Chikrin, Oliver ekman Larson, Nicholas Jalmerson, and Darcy Kemper. Yeah, I kind of went the similar, a, a very similar route there as well, Mac. The uh, Coyotes, a bit of definitely a tough situation with uh, Phil the Thrill. Obviously, uh, things aren't working out in the desert as well as you'd hope. And he has a big cap hit, but the problem is with the no movement clause. So you have to protect him. And I went with the route of, with you, I think Taylor Hall, there is the potential for him to resign. And even if he doesn't resign in Arizona, there's no way he's going to be made available to Seattle regardless of where he signs. So that's why right, right. I protected him. You and I had pretty similar lists. I think the one player I put in instead of you is uh, Lawson Krauss. I've got him in there as well. Okay. Uh, I was pretty sure I heard him, but I wasn't quite sure. I, I so let, let's get into the pick. I I think this is an easy one for both you and I. You've got to take anti Ranta here. Ranta is a proven goalie. And for me, people talk about Bishop and Hudobin. But if I'm asking, if I'm asked who the best goaltending duo in the league is right now, I'm going with Arizona's with Kemper and Ranta. Oh yeah, Kemper and Ranta have been so solid for the Coyotes, and you know the Coyotes were a team that struggled with goaltending for quite a while, Mac. And now you've got two real solid options in the desert. When one of them gets hurt, the Coyotes don't really have to panic because they know they've got the other one. Plus they've they've got Aiden Hill. And another, I I mentioned that Russian goalie they have down in the minors. They are loaded with goaltenders. So you hate to lose a guy like Ranta, but I really don't see any way around it. And Seattle should take him. I mean, this is a guy who has proven he could start. He's had a bit of an injury history, but um, again, this is a no-doubter for me. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's go to the Anaheim Ducks. 7-3-1 here. Yep, 7-3-1 as well. For Anaheim... Let's run through it. Yeah, I'll run through it right now. I ended up protecting Getzlaff. I I admittedly wasn't sure whether I could see them protecting him, but, you know, he's a heart and soul guy. I don't think that they're going to let him go for nothing. He's been part of that team for for his whole career, and I don't think... He's like Zidane. Yeah, Charlie. yeah, he's their captain. He's he means so much to them. They mm-hmm. won a Stanley Cup with him. They're not just gonna let him go. I mean, anyway. So you've got Getzlaff, and then let's talk about a few of the other no doubters. I mean, Lindholm, Manson, um, and then basically it's a lot of young guys. I mean, for me, I got Silverberg, Max Jones, Troy Terry. Ricard Raquel, Sam Steele, John Gibson, and Lundestrom. You know, I mine was very similar as well. Funny enough, Jakob Silverberg was kind of the one player that I couldn't, I didn't end up protecting, even though I really wanted to, because, you know, I've been a big Jakob Silverberg fan for 
quite a while now. I yeah. I just couldn't find a way no matter how I worked it. I figured Anaheim, they're in a rebuild. They probably I think they'd rather protect some of their younger prospects than Jakob Silverberg, even though they like him and they've stated before that they're a big fan of his. And I quite frankly, I don't blame them. But when it comes to the expansion draft, would you rather protect some of your young, potentially really good prospects or Jakob Silverberg, who is almost 30 and he's got a contract until 2024? So I. Yeah, that's that's actually a good point. I debated that as well. That, that was tough for me. I left him exposed, and as Seattle, I ended up taking him. So that's a good segue into <laughs> into my pick. So maybe a little bit of bias is there, but hey, Jakob's right. a solid player. Uh, yeah, I went with uh, Danton Heinen, the guy they acquired for Nick Ritchie, actually, at the deadline this year. Good young forward. Lots of potential there. Um, not much to dislike. Plus, he's a two-way player. Uh, that's pretty hard to find in a guy who's, you know, 23, 24 years old. So let's move on to the L.A. Kings. Um, 7-3-1 here, but I think this is this is one where we don't really know which direction they're going, the L.A. Kings. Yeah, you're right. To me, um, there's... Kopitar, I mean, for sure. Doughty. Yeah. I still think they're going to keep Dustin Brown. He's he's still important to that team. And then, basically, I went all young, Matt. I've got Kempe, Ayafalo, Grunstrom, Wagner, Trevor Moore, Kale Clogg, Cal Peterson, and Matt Roy. I protected all those guys except one of them. And that was Cal Peterson. And I wanted to protect Cal Peterson, but I just have a feeling that they're going to stick with Jonathan Quick. I think that it also depends on whether they think a guy like Antti Ranta will be exposed. Because I think if there's a lot of high-quality goaltenders available, then they'll probably leave Quick exposed. But But this is off the basis of I think that there's... Mine had, I think I had less high-quality goaltenders exposed than you, Mac. And I think that Jonathan Quick in L.A., he's still their number one guy. He's When he's healthy and he's playing well, he's still one of the better goaltenders in the league, especially when L.A. went on that hot run before the suspension of this season. He put up some pretty darn good numbers, and so did Cal Peterson. So that's also where the debate came in for me. And... I ultimately went with Quick, but I was very tempted for Cal Peterson. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think this is going to be a list that will be tough to predict. I mean, I feel like you can probably put down Kopitar, Iafalo, Kempe, Brown, Doughty, Roy, Clog, but then really we don't know the rest. So this is kind of a boring pick for Seattle, but... It's whatever. I ended up taking Matt Luff, the forward. Uh, I don't know how much you can expect from him. And then we've just got one more pick before we're finished here. On to the San Jose Sharks. But first, oh, let's boy. hear your pick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, do you want me to run through the protected players first? Because I went Doug Wilson on this, Matt. 
Uh, oh, I, I, I did as well. But who did you pick from L.A. before we start on San oh, Jose? L.A., right. I, I thought you were talking about San Jose. Anyway, anyways, I went with uh, Cal Peterson. I think that that's one of those situations where I've now drafted four goaltenders. But you know how goaltenders can be, Mac. And Ingram's still a prospect. And by the time the expansion draft happens, he'll probably be in the AHL. So he's still learning and goaltenders can take a while to develop and Cal Peterson's put up some great numbers in his limited time in LA and I think that that's one of those situations where if his numbers still are pretty good in a tandem with quick next season which is possible they might go that route Matt if his numbers are still good and he's exposed I would take him yeah yeah totally fair okay on to the aforementioned Sharks we oh, are boy, we are not fans of Doug Wilson. We are not a Jeez. Sharks haters podcast, but we only question things he does because they don't make any sense. Okay, so don't get all angry at us. Yeah, San Jose Sharks again. Full Doug Wilson. Hurdle, Couture, Meyer, LeBanc, Kane, Sorensen, Dallin, Burns, Carlson, Vlasic, and of course, you're not letting him go anywhere. The legend that is Martin Jones. Yeah, I had the exact same list, Mac. You and I know how to think like Doug Wilson here. (laughs) So this was a a little more of an easy pick for me because I don't want Joe Thornton. I don't want Aaron Dell. I don't want Melker Carlson. And I don't want anything else that they have to offer. But what I do want is Radic Shimmick. Young defenseman. He's played at the NHL level. He's got a good contract. He can probably play top four minutes if you ask him to. That's who I went with. That's who I went for as well, Mac. You and I are on the exact same page for this one. <laughs> Doug Wilson unites us. <laughs> he does indeed. Okay, well, that just about wraps this up. I think what we are going to do is divide these into two. So we'll have part one for our Eastern Conference teams that Seattle's picking from and part two for the Western Conference teams. But we had a lot of fun making this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Feel free to chime in on our Twitter. Find us at Center Ice Radio on Twitter. Leave some comments. Maybe you have some different picks. It'll be a fascinating night when they finally draft this expansion team, whatever they do call it. But again, we just try to give you the perspective that Ron Francis is looking at this team from. We feel like he's going to want a lot of young players, but you do need some veterans. And you want as much cap flexibility as possible. So that's what we ended up doing. And again, we hope you enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. We are not on iHeartRadio as of yet, but we should be on there soon. We are on every other podcast platform. So make sure to look us up. Just look for the blue, white, and red logo. Once again, this is Mac for Matt saying good night. Everyone stay safe, stay healthy, and be kind.